Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 79 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. Like every week, we have an awesome episode. I just finished uh, editing it, and um, it's a true delight for the ears. <laughs> I, can, I can promise you that. Uh, this week, we have my good friend, Sean Patrick Gallagher, on. Um, what's cool about that for me is I'm editing this on St. Patrick's Day, and he's an Irishman. <laughs> But also, you know, he even uh, I, I include three tracks uh, from Sean that we actually forgot to hype during the recording. So we went through and interrupted the show a bunch of times. Um, so hopefully you, you don't mind the herky jerky uh, edits and <laughs> interruptions. Uh, and just, yeah, you will. But I, I promise you, you will enjoy uh, Sean's music. Uh, he, he just came out with an album on March 1st called Entreact. It's his first solo album. And it's amazing. Sounds incredible, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. Sean is kind of in the Michael Bublé vein of singers and just a uh, awesome talent, so I think you guys are really going to enjoy that. In addition, uh, we have special guest co-host Tara Louise. Uh, you guys remember her from episode 23, Michael Jordan's number, right? So you know it's going to be good. Uh, but Tara is on the show as well, guest co-hosting with me, and so I also feature a track of hers. Cause she's awesome, and I'll talk to you more about that later. But yeah, she's a uh, you know an amazing vocalist and producer uh, uh, of her own. So check her out um, on Facebook and all the social media and all that type of stuff. We'll do all the plugs at the end of the show, like we always do. But I just wanted to just kind of talk to you at the beginning to just go, hey, there. Don't fast forward through any of these songs today. They're freaking awesome. Uh, these are great musicians, great friends of mine, and I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this very silly episode. Um, as far as I'm concerned this week, I'm actually going to be in Orlando for most of the week with the Los Alamitos, uh, high school show choir program competing, um, you know, completing their reign of, of show choir masterdom. So I'm very excited. Uh, we always have a blast on those trips and I'll be with a band of, of several people you'll be hearing from in the, in the near future. I am sure. Um, but yeah, check out uh, my social media because I've been doing a lot of stuff with a tap dancer named Leah Silva. I've also been on the radio every Wednesday now starting a segment with Zach Churchill on KX 935 in Laguna Beach uh, every Wednesday morning from 745 to 8 a.m. Now that's early. That's early. But uh, if you're awake <laughs> or you're in the Midwest or the East Coast, you can check out KX 935 uh, from 745 to 8 on, here over on the Pacific Coast. So, uh, you know, check it out. Check it out. I think that's it for today, guys. I just wanted to say, hey, as I always do. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very excited for this episode. I think you're going to really enjoy it. So have a blast. Sit back and relax. Grab yourself a beverage and hold the hand of a loved one today. Okay? <laughs> Holding hands is nice. <laughs> All right. I love you very much, and I hope you enjoy the freaking show. Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knutson, and I am super strong. Today's strength level is Black Panther. Ooh. <laughs> now, Black Panther, for several, so I've had Panther um, as a strength level before, but Black Panther because the movie just came out. And uh, one of the strongest movies I've ever seen about one of the strongest characters of all time. And it was badass. So today's strength level reflects that. Okay? A Marvel character who I love very dearly. Now, I'm doing something, um, I've had one special guest co-host before 
uh, on this on this on this up uh, on this show since I've started doing it here at my own studio. But today we have another one, someone that you know from episode twenty three. I left a blank there because I don't remember. Smart. <laughs> 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 okay, I forgot to check before we started and just remember now that I forgot. Uh, so my special guest co-host who's been on the show before is the lovely Tara Louise. Hi. Hey, Tara. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. I'm glad yeah. to have you over here and on the show. And I'm excited that you're here. I think the audience is probably excited as I'm well. I'm sure they're freaking out right now. Has uh, as, as anything crazy happened to you since you were last here? Um... It's been about two years. Yeah, I've done a couple more postmodern jukebox videos. Oh, that's right. So that's been fun. Well, it's not a plug section. I thought I thought I was thinking more like you oh. know, like you know, I don't know, big, like really. Big I haven't gotten crazy. like no, AIDS or anything. <laughs> Nobody's died. Are you sure? Have you been? I haven't <laughs> checked in a couple weeks, but lock and change. Lock and change. Well, it's lovely to have you back, Tara. And I'm glad that you're here, and I hope that you feel free to if you if you're curious about our guest. And I want you to kind of think of of, of yourself as uh, you're here for the listeners. Okay, Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so like, this isn't about me. Well, it will be. Okay. You know, when when I when I ask you things, or when I want you to plug things, or things like that. Okay. But I want you to kind of think of yourself as like the fly on the wall that that can talk. Okay. You know what I mean? Like you can go. If I was like, if I was a listener at home and they're going, oh, I wish I could ask this question right now. That's mm. when you jump in and you go, Hey, what the hell? You know? Okay. And that's, and like, if you could address our guests like that, <laughs> it would be great. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just do whatever you want. It's basically no rules. Um, okay. Uh, but so let's get to our, we have a new special guest on the show today. Who's <laughs> that made you sound bad now. <laughs> This is the special But enough of her. This is the one that really (laughs) So I'm not good at having a guest co-host yet because I'm just (laughs) learning how to do it. But everyone everyone will get to experience that together. Um, So, yeah. So today we have a very special guest. We've become friends over the last few years. I met him through my girlfriend, Lori Pasqualino, originally. And then um, we started doing gigs together. He is a singer, talented kind of crooner type. Is that am I okay saying that? Yeah, yeah. My, yeah. In the in the Michael Bublé vein shtick. of things, uh, also a DJ, also very handsome, glasses oh, wearer shucks. or contacts. So there's something wrong in those eyes, <laughs> which I, I feel I okay saying because I also have special eyes. <laughs> I, but when I wear contacts, I always feel like a liar. Anyway, uh, <laughs> my special guest today is the wonderful. Sean Patrick Gallagher. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good, man. Very excited better, to be here. Better now that you're here, here Aww. in my home. Aw, shucks. <laughs> so how are you doing, dude? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good. So good. the first question I always ask my guests when they're here is is basically, um, you know, because people know who I am that listen to this show because it's my show and they come here and listen to me talk about things. But And they also, they even know who Tara is because they've been listening and they go, oh yeah, Tara, we, yeah, we get it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But they're all going, who is this Sean Patrick Gallagher? So what I always like to ask first is, who are you? That is a deep existential question. That yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out on myself. It's, uh, where are you at today in 2018? Today? Oh, man. Uh, well, I'll start from the beginning. <laughs> Sweet. Perfect. I was born a poor black child. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the days singing and dancing with my family? <laughs> Down in the house in Mississippi. This is beautiful. 
Have you ever seen the jerk? Of course. It's okay. Yeah. Good, that's, good. I, I remember saying that. I don't remember how young I was, but I, hearing that, that line come out of Steve Martin's mouth and laughing so hard because it was so ridiculous. And I just, and I fell in love with Steve Martin. One of my, f- one of my favorite and most formative movies. And, uh, I have a generic white guy syndrome mm-hmm. where everyone I know who is not a generic white guy compares me to every other generic white guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, hey, you know, you know who you look like? You look like this one kind of bland white actor who's been a lead <laughs> in several things. Blib. And one of the more exciting ones I get is Steve Martin, which I never, I've never really seen. Oh, but, I can see that. But uh, but the jerk is just my favorite movie by him, and and he it was actually his first movie. He was already gray, but it was his first movie. Right? Yeah, I think he came out of the womb gray. Yeah. Have you seen the jerk, Tara? No. Okay. Well, this conversation yeah, is not at, for you. Burning at Peter's <laughs> and uh, you need to see Actually, it's right up your alley, though. Knowing your humor, I okay. think you would freak out. It's so it's so awesome. It is a brilliantly written farcical rags to riches to rags story. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's great. It's beautiful. But. Off topic, uh, I guess I'm supposed to say who I am. I'm not Steve Martin, although I wish I were. And uh, I am a musician primarily. I am. Uh, I was born in Texas. I got into rock music as a teenager, mainly like piano and indie rock. And uh, didn't know if it would go anywhere until I... I Formed a band, and it was. I've always been surprised, surprised by good things happening. Everything good that's ever happened to me has has been an accident. I feel like, yeah. And um, I had a really fun run with my band. I mean, we we didn't uh, we didn't break any records or anything, but we uh, we had a really great time making music and got some good some good press, and we won some we won a couple like big regional battles of the bands, and at the same time, I was contemplating going to school thinking for business and uh at the same time i got into some musical theater which turned into uh a really really good time for me and i kind of was part of a, a movement in my high school to bring musical theaters a very small high school in texas mm-hmm. and i brought what, musical th- what city in texas if you fort know. worth oh yeah right so right uh, yep. right next to dallas yeah yeah basically it's dallas. the biggest city in the country that people don't know where it is right yeah it's Everyone, a, knows Dallas, everyone knows Dallas. Everyone knows Dallas. They're like Dub. twin cities. They Fort Worth is very big. It's got like two million people on that side of the Metroplex. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than Walker, Texas Ranger, and uh, some military bases, people generally don't know what what the hell happens in Fort Worth. But it's a great place. Um, I went to a small small private school there, and uh, they didn't really have a whole lot of music, uh, and my class was very strong in music. We have several professional performers now just out of my class and the couple of adjacent classes. Mm-hmm. And I got to be part of this this thing as the generic white guy. I couldn't dance, but I still got into musical theater because there's something about, you know, dudes. There's always a paucity of dudes. And so <laughs> I got into it. And uh, we had a really great time. And our, and our music department went from non-existent to by the time we graduated we had a pretty well-respected musical theater department and we uh we had a a a drum line not quite a marching band but a drum line that i started and uh important part and everything and so like and as we talk this will this will regain relevance but uh (laughs) 
but uh, but that was a, a big big formative thing for me because I never saw my, I didn't come from an artistic family. I didn't see myself as a as a good you know as having anything to offer as a musician. But because of that, I got a bunch of like scholarship and admission offers from colleges for musical theater, and uh, I still was kind of pragmatic about it. I didn't want to jump all in into into the arts, but I I ended up going to moving to L. I wanted to move to L.A. and I wanted to go to USC. I just thought it was the coolest place, and so I was lucky. I got a I got a scholarship there, and I decided to study music industry because it seemed like a like a practical bridge between uh, musicianship, where I didn't think that I had a whole lot of, I didn't think I could really cut it with the with the super talented people I know. I I could I think of myself as a muggle, whereas the musicians <laughs> I know, so many of them are are truly magic, and they they Aww. really know what they're doing, and they've been doing. You're no. speaking Tara's language now. I know because you're a you're a fan of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> How was that? That's that really good. Was that good? That was yeah. good. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they were both good perfect. Good is a strong word. Great. <laughs> I can't throw stones. I didn't even try an accident. Yeah, well, it's okay. It's okay. You know, we all. It's uh, it's hard to it's hard to like follow up to perfect accents <laughs> yeah by like you know mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. it's like well i don't want to now you're in with the big dogs again you guys are magic and i'm a muggle <laughs> there's there's only so much i can do but but yeah that, that's that's the that's my origin story nice since we're on the marvel so theme now you're, oh yeah that's true on that marvel theme have you guys seen black panther yet oh uh, no i haven't that you said you it's have true. not yet oh yeah you I both want to you. yeah it's uh, it's incredible Lori and i went last night and it's um, it's amazing. Speaking of Harry Potter, Black Panther is actually my Patronus. Is that for is that for real? Um, not. I mean, yes, to me, it's oh, real. to you. Yeah. That's what it's like. It's like, well, what's your spirit animal? Uh, is it the same? Yeah, I think so. Is that uh, so? Is that what Patronus is basically? Is your spirit animal? Basically, it's like the animal that have... would help you in a in a bad situation. I wonder if anybody that? has a spirit animal different than their Patronus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I feel we'll like I feel know. like that's what Joe was going for. Was what became known as the spirit animal among among hipster millennials. Oh, All right, cool. So we forgot to do this during the show, so let's do it now. Um, I want to show off some of Sean's tracks. You're gonna hear about the album later, but Sean, tell us about what you're what you're about to let these listeners hear on this podcast. Yeah. So I wanted to record a record. Uh, I have. I've been singing jazz for a while. I came from a musical theater background, as so many of us do, and so I wanted to make a record that was fun, that was uh, Broadway-influenced, and that brought something new, brought a little new life to, to, all, to all of these classic songs. So I took five songs from the kind of the standard Broadway can- canon that, that most of us know and love who have been in theater, uh, a Sondheim, a Gershwin, or not a Gershwin, sorry, a Sondheim, a Porter, uh, a mm. Bernstein, uh, a Kander and Ebb, um, and a Lesser. And uh, I tried to kind of re- revamp them and make them, make them fun. So the first track is just a big band song. It's just a straight-up 40s big band tune. And uh, it's a classic from Frank Lesser's Guys and Dolls. And uh, it's If I Were a Bell. Nice. Here's If I Were a Bell. If I 
Ask me how do I feel, ask me now that we're cozy and clinging Well girl, all I can say is if I were a bell I'd be ringing From the moment we kissed tonight That's the way I've just gotta behave And if I were a lamp I'd light And if I were a banner I'd wave Ask me how do I feel, little me with my quiet upbringing Well dear, all I can say is if I were a gate I'd be swinging And if I were a watch I'd start popping my spring or if I were a bell, I'd go ding dong, ding dong, ding. How do I feel from this chemistry lesson I'm learning? Well, girl, all I can say is if I were a bridge, I'd be burning. Yes, I knew my morale would crack from the wonderful way that you looked. Now, if I were a duck, I'd quack. Or if I were a goose, I'd be cooked. Ask me how do I feel. Ask me now that we're fondly caressing. Well, if I were a salad, I know I'd be splashing my dressing. Ask me how to describe this whole beautiful thing. How do I feel? How do I feel? How do I feel? How do I feel? Ask me how do I feel? Well, if I were a bell, I'd go ding dong, ding dong. So, uh, in your travels uh, all over, you know, in the story, the, this origin story, have you ever figured out why we say something's getting moldy, but we don't say something's getting coldy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Why don't we say that? I, I mean, I'm a grammar nerd, so I could give you an answer, uh-huh. but it wouldn't be very much fun. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> But don't I, you think, like, when you're like drinking the, coffee, I like, like oh, the, this is getting coldy. I like the quandary better than the answer that I would give as a nerd, so. Yeah, but you, yeah the quandaries are... Yeah, I, 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 like, I actually really like that answer because that is so much of my life is not really wanting to answer to any of my questions that I ask. I do, I do a really annoying thing with most of my friends where they'll, like, they'll kind of ask a... a a, an answer they'll ask a question into the into the ether without an ex they just want to talk they just right. want to express whatever they're thinking mm-hmm. and i'm there like pushing up my glasses by the by the well. bridge and going actually i i can explain to you exactly why that why that happens and they're I'm, like no shut up that's not what a, we wanted exactly well that's I'm, like the, like in the classroom when you say can i go to the bathroom and the teacher goes uh i don't know, I don't know can you and it's just like you know it's a colloquialism. Exactly. Right? It's okay. It's, it's called okay. a colloquialism. It, I always th- want to say like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't understand." <laughs> find me a person you who doesn't understand find me a person who doesn't speak idiomatically, <laughs> and I, I that person does not exist. <laughs> exactly. Everyone has their pet things that that, yeah, that, learn. that irritate them in grammar, and they are they are clueless about the fifty other things. It's somehow nature and nurture at the yeah. same time. 
How long can you, Sean, hug someone before you have to kiss them? Oh, man. Do you know what I mean? That's a, you know, I'm, an, I'm a very affectionate person. Uh-huh. Most of my friends will tell you this. Some of them with, with a chagrined look on their face. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm more of a kisser and less of a hugger. Oh, interesting. But I'm, but I'm a fa- I, you, you like know, both. I'm either way. I, you know, I'm, I'm just that type. Friends, family, boys, girls, doesn't matter. But, I'll, I'll but be, what I'm I mean very is like, if I'm you're very... hugging someone and it's lasting a while, at some point you have to kiss. Okay. And um, like, how long is that? I don't, I don't want to get into partisan politics, uh-huh. but Tom Brady. Okay. Recently lost the Super Bowl. Right. And right before that happened, a video came out and went all around the internet of him kissing his son. And there was a little bit of controversy. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Because this kiss lasted a long time. It did last a little bit of time. Oh. The, f- the son tried to get away with a short kiss. And he walked away. And this is like in a documentary. And Tom Brady goes, goes, that was just a peck. Come back here. And he makes his son like kiss him on the lips for a, for a sustained amount of time. Uh-huh. And that's just that's a great example because a lot of people saw it of like, yeah, affection is different for everyone, but there are there are breaking points, and yeah. I think with a hug, I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's four seconds, yeah, or or eight seconds, mm-hmm. but uh, when you know, you know, yeah, that this this hug has, you know, the hug has to feel like it has an apex, right? You know, rising action, falling action, exactly. and uh, and you got to get out of there. Yeah, if you if you end up in a in a stagnated uh, sustained part of the hug, something's going wrong. You know, yeah. you've got to. Well, I know be... I'm like that. It's probably about 45 seconds. If I'm in a hug for 45 seconds, I don't care if it's a man, woman, animal, you're getting kissed. It's about 45 <laughs> seconds. That's yeah. all I can take before I'm kissing you. That's interesting. If the hug's going that long, I'm, I'm yeah. coming in. Yeah. 45 in seconds hot. is That's a, a long time. time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Try try holding a weight. For forty-five seconds or yeah. anything—that's a—that's a very long time. I would think that—that's like when people are like when people say like the huge earthquake, it lasted ten seconds. People are like, oh, that's not very long. And I'm like, stare at me in the eyes and count to ten. <laughs> See how long feel, that is. Feel the earth <laughs> completely shake all around you and your things breaking for ten whole seconds and yeah. tell me that didn't last an eternity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, exactly. Um. Sean, with you, actually, Tara, do you have an answer to the the hug question? How long can you hug someone before you? It just has to be a kiss at that point. I would think around fifteen seconds. Fifteen? That's pretty short. Yeah, yeah, because you have enough time to get out of there, mm-hmm. you know. And then if you're not getting out of there, then you're getting in there. <laughs> is what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's that's what I always say. Yeah. That's my mantra. <laughs> that's. that's <laughs> I have that tattooed on my lower back, but. <laughs> fight or flight you know what i mean uh which, which one are you most like in, in character do you think and I, I don't mean it negatively at all either because it can be either it can be stupid either way i'm a i'm a fighter mm-hmm. i have a hard time uh not a flighter have i have a hard time evading when i can engage i'm more of a i'll i'll take you on mm-hmm. yeah yeah, unless it's physical, in which case <laughs> I am not super strong, so mm-hmm. I will probably. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that question best. later on yeah. about the super strength. Oh, okay, but. okay. Um, well, so now I'd like to open it up to a, a, a new segment, a, a little short segment. Uh, we'll get back to more questions because we're, we're not done learning about you by any means, but this is a segment that I'm going to let 
my guest co-host, Tara Louise, ask you a question. This is called the co-host corner and meditation. Co-host corner and meditation. Spend a little time with So what I'm going to do is provide a, a mood of meditation in the room. All right. Um, by, pl- by, hold on, by playing this singing bowl. <laughs> have you seen this? I have not seen it. Have you seen one of these before in your life? I think I've seen one It in a know. dream. It's a bowl that sings. It's a beautiful song. That is so cool. Interesting. Um, so what's going to happen is... Um, this is a time when Tara can ask you some questions for the for the audience, okay? And they can be from her mind or what she thinks a listener is asking or from my mind that she has to get from telepathy. Telep- what's the word I'm looking for? Telepathy. 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 Telepathinesis. Okay, so what I'd like you guys to do is just breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth very calmly, okay? Okay. Anything you want, Tara, but just make it very meditative. Okay. Do you believe that you are a spirit with a body or that you are a body just itself? body did you murder my grandpa yes breathe in breathe in through your nose but it was justified out through your mouth I'm going to ask the listeners to do the same. That was shocking, shocking information. Carefully in through your nose, out with your mouth. And that's been co-host corner and meditation. Wow. We went from zero to 60 real quick. <laughs> well, it's just, it's always interesting what you find out. Um, so remember seven minutes <laughs> in heaven? <laughs> good, good. Change of pace. Like remember it. that let's, game? Let's go with that. Yeah. Seven minutes in heaven. So like, oh, did you ever play it? You know, I, I always wanted to, and I, and I always got, I, I think it was seven minutes in hell. It would, when, yeah. they, when they shut you into the closet alone, 
so that other oh. people can oh. play other people can play seven minutes in heaven that seems like a that seems like a certain parts of middle school did that happen to you people locked you alone into a closet for seven minutes um only only metaphorically oh okay okay yeah like, that's so funny <laughs> So mean. But I like this. I like this apocryphal story of, of that having happened to me. So I think I'm gonna ad- okay. adopt, adopt it, it into my canon and, and yeah. tell it as a, as yeah. a true story now. Heartbreaking. <laughs> um, doesn't that seven minutes seem like a long time if you're very untrained in the like in, your, like in the art of touching the other like someone you like? Seven minutes is a long time, or being stuck with like, someone you don't like. Again, mm. again, back to the hug question. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, seven minutes is. Seven minutes is a while. Do you guys think that all Seven Elevens should have a closet where you choose whether or not to, how long you want to spend in there? But it has to be seven to eleven minutes. No, I don't think. I think. Should. I'm just kidding. I, I think they. <laughs> I think you, they should, but, but that's too clear of a choice. Like there should, there should be more options. You, you shouldn't know what unit of time you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So you know it's seven or eleven, and it's cool because you can bring snacks in probably, because they have a lot of snacks. They have a lot of snacks. Yeah, bring in, bring whatever snacks you need, but whether it's gonna be seconds, minutes. They got oh. lunchables you know. there. Like it could be seven they have days. Cashews. Or eleven months. Oh jeez. Yeah. At least they have a lot of snacks. Yeah. Yeah, like pick your but snacks they may, wisely. Uh, but, given, you, but you pick your snacks before the, you go in. Right. So like you're like you prepare for like months you're like in the, and then and then they're just like seven seconds sorry get out you have to pay for all that everything you touched <laughs> all forty seven you have to if you finish everything you take in it's free oh, yeah okay oh that's you a good don't thing. but you don't know how much time you actually get ooh so you you bring like a, a roll of spree or something yeah. and then so you're you risking eat that, either great and, and then seven minutes and you're like oh I guess that was free or it's like seven days. And all you brought was a spree, but you get it for free. Yeah. But, but you're dead. Yeah, it wasn't I, enough food I like or water. To, I like to up the, you know, up the ante, up the stakes. It sounds like a Black Mirror episode. Mm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. A little mm. bit. So maybe someone should take that and run with it. Cats or dogs? And why? Sean? <sighs> I hate to go against the theme, but... Mm. but Dogs are there's just no question. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cats are or, or panthers, panthers are, are cats. cats. But you know, part of the reason is the is the ferociousness. Like, I'm a I'm more of a lover, not a fighter. You know, I'm right. I, I want the I'm I'm very cozy. I, I want a dog that will reciprocate my 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 brainless glee every time I see it and it sees me. It's, it's, yeah. It's, I, I love cats that. Are, cats are so ambivalent, you know. Mm. Rupert freaks out even if I leave for one minute or less. I mean, if I <laughs> if I walk out the door and then walk back in, he freaks out. I've only met Rupert like so three times, and I feel like we're best friends. Yeah, he he is everybody. Like when sometimes we'll hear like our upstairs neighbors walking down the stairs, and he starts running around excited to see them. Like his, you know, and we don't even open the door for him to see them. I have friends, <laughs> and with he cats. looks at us like, "What are you doing?" I have friends with cats, and they, you know. I've known them for for long periods of time, right? And they treat me like a stranger. Like I have yet to earn, yeah, yeah. Their, that's the their part. respect. Yeah, that, I hate that. Yeah, I've never that. felt yeah. like a cat would take a bullet for me, you know. Right. And I I've known dogs that would gladly, I wouldn't let yeah. that happen. But I'm saying that <laughs> anymore. 
after lost a lot of dog friends ever since yeah. last time. bullets. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you give up anything for Lent, either of you? It's Lent now. I'm. I Tara, was... did you just say what is Lent very quietly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I the give up every time I, I apologize. Every time I wash my <laughs> jeans, I give up a little bit of the fabric for Lent. Oh, that's good. That's good. You give up some Lent for Lent. Ooh. Well, I have a student that said he gave up wet burritos for Lent. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, how specific and unchallenging is that? But he said he ate wet burritos every day in the cafeteria. I don't know. School. If wet burritos are your thing, a dry burrito will not be the same to you. Yeah. Well, and he's a student, and that's like one of the good cafeteria. That's like the best cafeteria option, in his opinion. Yeah. So that's what he was explaining to me in the lesson. He was like, this is it's the best thing on the on, in the cafeteria, and I'm giving it up for all of Lent. It's like, is it 40 days or something like that? It's a long time. Yeah. It's and not 40 nights. Favorite, especially if it's cafeteria food we're talking about. That's easy. He has to, he has to, so I was like, that is a big thing. Good job. Um, I didn't give up anything. <laughs> uh... How long should you wait, uh, or no, how long can you wait in, like to answer a text and not s- have to say sorry to the person? You know what I mean? So if someone texts you and then you don't answer right away for a while, how long is an okay window? Knowing that everybody has their phones in their pockets. All it the is exactly inversely proportional to how much you want the other person to know that you care very very uh very somberly serious answer there but so you want so you true. don't want them like so like say let's all right let's so let's do a little like let's give me an example okay you love someone someone is really just i think they're the bee's knees mm-hmm. they're on the top of my mind and they send me a text i either get back to them quickly or i get back to them later and say Sorry, here's why I didn't get back to you quickly. Mm. Respect. But, you know, you got to you got to prioritize people at a certain point in in your life and some people text a lot and they they're not uh they're they're not they're not pulling their weight in terms of uh, the the content of the text. Yeah. Maybe they you you start to find yourself frustrated. Yeah. Receiving a text more than excited at receiving that text. And in that case, you 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 take longer and longer to respond, right? With no apology, sure, because that's what the text warranted, and you don't want to incentivize, you know, inconsiderate texting behavior. No, totally, yeah. So uh, the reason I thought of that question was because in our friendship, you always you always answer text like you text me, and I text you right back, and the same like we have conversations and text. Boom. It's like boom, bam, bing, bang, bam. And it's and that and like I was I was telling Lori about it yesterday. I was just like, Sean's good to text because it's like boom, bam, things are figured out, everything's good. We figure, you know. But sometimes you have to wait for so long. Well, I don't mean to presume that you have the same texting philosophy as me, mm-hmm. but now you know how I feel about you. Yeah. So. It's, uh, Romance. <laughs> Nothing really gay about it. <laughs> Do you know that song? No, I don't. Romance. I like it. It's a good song. You do it. You do it well. Thank you. <laughs> All right, really quickly, another interjection. Earlier, you guys heard "If I Were a Bell" from Sean's new album, and now you're gonna hear another tune because that's how badass the tunes are. We want to show them off. And uh, so, Sean, can you tell us a little bit about this next track? Yeah. So I've only done a couple. I've only gotten the chance because of my work schedule to do a couple of shows 
since college, and uh, this was the first first Broadway and first uh, musical that I was able to do uh, after after college as an adult. It's one of my favorite shows of all time, so I was so glad I got to be a part of it. I got roped in at the very end. They had to they had to fire a guy, and I just jumped into the role on like a day of rehearsal and took over. Um, a role in, in one of my favorite shows. It's Cabaret, and uh, I played Cliff, and it was a great time. And that that one weekend of uh, of crazy rehearsals and performances uh, put me in touch with a lot of great people who are now some of my best friends. So I want to do a song for them. Um, so I again sort of reinvented it, and uh, I hope you like this new take on Cabaret from Cabaret. Awesome. Here we go. Zuzan, je suis enchanté. Happy to see you. Bleibe West Estate. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. In cabaret, oh cabaret to cabaret. What good is sitting alone in your room? Come here, the music play. Life is a cabaret, old chum. Come to the cabaret. Put down the knitting, the book and the broom. Time for a holiday. Life is a cabaret, old chum. Come to the cabaret Come taste the wine Come hear the band Come blow your horn Start celebrating Right this way your table's waiting What good's permitting Some prophet of doom To wipe every smile away Life is a cabaret Come to the cabaret That's what comes from too much pills and liquor But life is a cabaret, old chum Life is a cabaret, old chum Life is a cabaret, old chum And I love I think the 
audience has learned quite a bit about you. So I think now it's even though we we're just kind of complimenting each other, I think it's time uh, for a segment called the compliment corner. Ooh, I like this. Oh, okay. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the compliment corner. Welcome to the compliment corner, Sean. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have you here. So in the compliment corner, um, what what happens is it gives me a chance to sit with my guest uh, and look you in the eye, you know, and say something to you that's complimentary that I mean, and then flip it around to you, and you do it right back to me, and the entire time we ignore Tara completely. <laughs> it's just between us. Sorry, Tara. You've had your compliment corner. I'm a fly on the wall. It's okay. (laughs) It shouldn't be so mean fun to do that to people. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to hear a compliment to Tara, you can go back to her episode, which is episode number 23. (laughs) (laughs) That one. (laughs) Although I have so many more compliments for Tara now that we've known each other for so much longer. Because when we did your episode, we had just known each other for like two weeks at that point. Yeah. Now we've been friends for years. Mm. But enough compliments for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll go first in the compliment corner, and I will say a compliment that I mean to you, and then you'll flip it right back to me, and then we'll both walk out of here two com- or one compliment heavier. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Sound good? Gotcha. All right. Um, Sean, my compliment for you is I could say many things. Um, I I, th- I think the, I think that there was we've done we did a lot of working together and like hanging out as musicians and it was always a pleasure always very easy to get along and then one night um I we uh, for Neville we we like you guys I I wasn't playing on the gig my buddy Nick Stone was playing on the gig because I couldn't do it and um who's also been on the show and uh, I over like I I overheard you complimenting the other singers. Um, uh, Lori, who were who Lori and Matthew Grant, another past guest, uh, and to like, obvi- like Lori, who I love very much, obviously, and Matthew Grant, who I love very much, uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I overheard you talking to other people, and you were complimenting the other singers on the gig, and just saying how much you admired them, and how you know, and like, and it was, and it, like, it, it, it meant like you didn't know that I that I heard you. I was like passing you talking. You were actually talking to the lady that was serving wine, in the back. And you were just like, it's just so awesome, like that I get to like hang out these these singers. They're just so amazing and like inspiring and 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 like. I, meanwhile, you're an amazing, talented person, you know. And it's, it's like I just was passing and hearing you say that, I, and like you didn't know I was there. No, like there was a big line of people, and you were just talking to this lady. At the, and and I just thought that was so cool because a lot of singers do not like compliment other singers very often you know so yeah. to like you weren't doing it to impress anybody you were just talking to the lady giving wine you know and you were just talking to her about the gig and, th- and it really colored my perspective of you as a person i just really thought that was cool and i just it, it really like i already thought you were cool and great to get along with and talented but that like that was one of those moments where i was like i really like sean he's an amazing dude and so i, I don't never i had never told you that story but it, it really colored my perspective of you and i think that you're awesome that's nice to hear yeah man it's nice to hear that it's a my my compliments warranted a compliment yeah <laughs> well that's i, I that's why were, i do this they that's were, why they were genuine game. very genuine yeah I, man i'm 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 totally thrilled to be able to play with the kinds of musicians i get to play with so yeah it's, not true but yeah you're awesome dude that's my compliment thanks thanks so i compliment you now Yep. Ah, there's also a lot. There's so much I could go for. 
besides being handsome <laughs> and strong um <laughs> and being a hoosier you know i have yeah i have uh i have ample hoosier blood mm-hmm. both That's sides true. both sides of my family both parents mm-hmm. my parents collectively spent 11 years at iu so um i was there for three and a half yeah and the other half you were at ku right or i was at ku for a year and then i did three and a half years at iu i looked, so you did I looked, one I at ku ku you. i also have i also have jayhawk blood so that's right yeah that's right. Um, we're talking about that. my my uh i went to the final four in 2003 Ooh. new orleans just they so barely lost to syracuse and it was uh that was a great final four, and and I I was always a, a Jayhawk fan after that, not not in small part because I've got several of them in my family, mm-hmm. one of whom was with me. So that's not a compliment in itself. Oh, I was gonna say that was the best compliment I've ever got. <laughs> you went to the right school. Congratulations. Your two schools are non-conflicting with my schools. Highly specific. <laughs> No, but I, I think the most genuine compliment I can give you is is uh, that you are, you're you're the first call I make for for drums, um, and I know a lot of again really talent. I'm very very thrilled to to know a lot of good drummers, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a combination of of uh, how much you enjoy the person's company and how and how much serious professional confidence you have in the person to be able to do the gig at a high level and their uh their commitment and and everything that goes with it and so uh you know i went to i went to one of the top music schools in the country and Mm -hmm. you went to one of the top music schools in the country as well Mm -hmm. and uh know a lot of drummers and uh you're you're the guy i text first for everything so so um there's a lot of there's a lot of sub compliments within that yeah, that no. I hope you can infer. <laughs> no, thanks, man. That means a lot to me, and it's nice to get a, a co- like to, a compliment that shows that I'm professional at something <laughs> on this show where I'm just an idiot. <laughs> but thanks, I'm coming up for the handshake. Oh, 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 all right. <laughs> yeah, man. Appreciate it. Now kiss. Just kidding. Sing that song again. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to add, I know that uh-huh. I'm not supposed to have anything to do with so this you can segment. Say it I'll just edit it right out. That's okay. <laughs> I do. I want to confirm what he said. You were also my number one drum call. Oh, man. Yeah. That's double double duty here. Yeah. That makes me feel good. Well, you're also my number one podcast call. Whoa. Hey. Now, now we're getting crazy on the compliments. Yeah, we're getting yeah. well. Just, you know. <laughs> two compliments. down now. Yeah, let's get two Might as well. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been Compliment Corner. Um, so now uh, every episode we have, we do, you know, we have sponsors for the show. And today's no different. Um, today is a sponsor. Uh, it's kind of a different thing. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a Uber or Lyft, but for, weddings and uh anything you might need a pastor or a priest or someone to adjudicate like that you know um it's called monkey pastor and so monkeys are pastors now too and uh we're we're very inclusive and that, so the, the company's called monkey pastor so uh, oh I, I should i should mention that um we can ask questions you can ask me questions about the the product or the company you know but like we really need to hype it up because they're paying me like a lot of money okay. so we can't really say like a lot of negative things. Oh, okay. The monkeys are a, are a well-funded species. We we know that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So in this fact, it's, it's a whole bunch of species. Well, they've you know they've been going to religious schooling lately, and so that like you know some of those like you know I, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Portia 
got Ellen a big like gorilla uh, habitat uh, uh, research thing um, for her 60th birthday. And so a lot of those monkeys are going to school to become pastors and uh, come to the States to marry people or um, give sermons on Sundays. I don't believe that for a second. Hang out at Ellen the, is not 60. Yeah, that's that, that, was, that was surprising to me too. She's, she's just, you know, 60 is the new, what's that? 20, 25? If you're Ellen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well be. But so, yeah, Monkey Pastor is, uh, you know, they're really getting good schooling. And can you guys uh, name some examples of times where you would like to have a pastor in your life? Just a regular pastor. What is something that you might need a pastor for? Oh, you know. You have to be quick. You have to actually be really quick about it because they want to like really. They said, make sure that you make the like pastor seem important again. Right. Um, probably when uh, buying a car. Yeah, buying a car, that's a great time to have a pastor nearby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's some other examples? Um, When do you need a pastor around? When you're picking out lingerie? Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, a lot of times, like, a lot of times you... Vegas. Yeah, and Vegas. You always need a pastor with you. Like, I never go to... Never go to Vegas without my pastor. Yeah. They know how to do so many things, and they're good to have around. For but like advice. specifically, monkey pastors. You want God you on your side when you're rolling. Well, but well, this is just like I'm just asking specifically about pastors because like we're all in America, we're just so taught that we need a human pastor, you know. Right. And the monkeys are like working their asses off. In Baboon's case, they're big red asses. Yeah. <laughs> and like to become pastors, and so and priests, uh, you know. Um, there's no monkey pope yet, but they. Anything's possible. In these this days. is this is something the Indians are are much more progressive on than we are. They they they're very inclusive. Yeah. The mon- the monkeys and all their spirituality, the Western religions have have really uh, I don't know they've they've all been a little bit speciesist. I don't want to you know yeah. don't want to incriminate an entire an entire hemisphere, but yeah. You know, well, exactly. So their we slogan been... is like, you know, a pastor can be any species. So why not pick one that throws feces? Hey! So can you guys? That's so a good point. Can you guys say that? Um, like I'll count, like uh, and, uh, and all you guys can say it, and then go monkey. Try monkey pastor today. Okay. So how about yeah. you say the? Sounds like the how, how about the, Sean? You the say the slogan. Line. You say you know pastors can be any species. So why not try one that throws feces? And then you go, try monkey pastor today. Okay. You know? Okay. One, two, three. A pastor can be any species so why not try one that throws feces try monkey pastor today ooh, ooh, uh, uh. <laughs> that's what the monkeys say you know right yeah 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 splat there's gotta be a splat at the end of the, at the jingle <laughs> yeah ooh, ooh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> ship it it should be actually really drive banana business a lot too mm-hmm. in america so that's like double right. you know Yep. All right, so the next game we're going to play is something uh, called Green Light, Red Light, Yellow Light. Hey, there ain't no more lights. Green Light. Red Light. Yellow Light. Hey, there ain't no more lights. Okay, so in this game, what's going to happen is I'm going to give you a topic to to say your feelings on kind of get on a soapbox and share your feelings about something. But because, um, kind of like the ad that we just did, you know, we want to be more inclusive and more compassionate to, uh, to people around the world. Um, 
I, I will be kind of listening to you. Like I will, I'll give you a green light and then you can talk about your feelings. But when I sense that you've offended somebody, um, I will give you a red light. Okay. And, um, at that point I'll expect you to kind of stop your engine, you know, cool your jets and I'll explain to you why you've offended somebody. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I will give you the yellow light at which point you can slowly proceed through the intersection, finish up your thoughts whilst being more compassionate of a human being. Okay. Does that make sense? Until I say, Hey, there ain't no more lights. And then you'll stop the game. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Sounds good. So the topic that I'd like to hear about from you is how, um, it's, it's March when this episode's coming out, right? So March, there's a little something called spring break, but not everybody gets to celebrate spring break, you know? And so, is spring break inclusive enough? Is spring break inclusive enough? Mm-hmm. I have very fond well, actually, memories. I, have, I didn't give you the green light yet. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I. So just wow. Kinda, just you have to wait. It's kind of standard traffic rules. I understand now. Green light. <laughs> All right. I have very fond (laughs) memories of spring break. Mm -hmm. And I never felt excluded. Mm -hmm. That might be my spring breaker privilege coming through. But uh, I always relished in, in every spring break opportunity I ever had. Red light. So I could, you know, right away, so something that's kind of offensive right away is that you're kind of just talking about your experience with spring breaks, whereas a lot of adults don't get to experience spring break at all anymore. You know, they got to work, they got kids that can't do spring break or whatever. But what you said that really bothered me was you said relished, and a lot of my listeners are allergic to pickling spices. Which is what you make relish with. <laughs> Does that make sense too? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, and like today, if you go to a restaurant, you got like they say like, hey, this is made in a place that has tree nuts all over it. This is, you know, everyone's very caring about people that are allergic to things. Mm-hmm. You're not clearly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. like, so I'm putting putting you at this red light to think about some of the verbiage that you've just become so used to using in America that you can say relished and people are going, not only do I have to work during spring break, I can't even have pickles at all, you know? And you reminded them of that. And this guy's just, no, you're at a red light. You're at a red light. <laughs> so you just have to listen and learn. Just sort of revving my engine. Okay. I just kind of, yeah, idling. So I'd like you to, Think about some of that verbiage that people just colloquialisms like we talked about earlier. Things that might offend people that you just think aren't offensive, even though they're super offensive. Okay. I think I think that you've learned your lesson. Now we're gonna test it. Yellow light. I'm putting myself into the body of someone who has to watch 
slowly. Someone like me just throwing words like relish around while on spring break. Hey, there ain't no more lines. Well, that was a fun game. <laughs> and I think we, I think we all learned a lot about you in that. And that's kind of the point of this whole thing, isn't it? You know, I feel small. Oh, okay. You did a really good job at proceeding with caution. Yeah, you did. I, you took I it really slow. Say that, yeah. Yeah. It was clear that you'd been hurt by learning that about yourself. But you're a new man now, mm-hmm. I think. So it helps. It's like it helps us. Helps. So I you. have to rethink everything now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, yeah, it's just so much. There's so much there. Yeah, and that's a, a lot to unpack. But you know, that's you know. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a, a podcast with a psychiatrist after this, so it's good. It's a good thing. That is good. That is good. Yeah, because yeah. you can a, you can ask up. him about this, and I think you should. Uh, if, I, if you want, I can do a little Find bounce where, down of where this I segment. went wrong, or m- more accurately, my parents went wrong. Because that that is true. I'm not a, psychi- a psychiatrist or a therapist in any in any way, so it's like it would actually help be helpful for me to just bounce that segment down, and for you, and then send it. and You can talk to him about it. All right, so I'm going to interrupt again, <laughs> like I've been doing. You're getting used to it now. Um, this time to show you guys, like I promised from the top, a song from Tara Louise. Um, she, I, every time she's going to host a few times in the next in the next few weeks or months. Um, and so I want you guys to hear, you know, not only her personality and stuff, but also how talented she is as, as a vocalist and a producer. So whenever she's on, I'll make sure and try to play some of her music because I know you guys will enjoy it. So, uh, on this episode, let's kick that off. Here is a tune from Tara Louise called The Switch. Make the switch, make the switch, just make the switch, make the switch. Call upon me as your reason for laughter. Dance with my name on the tip of your tongue. Sing with the thought of me there ever after Share all your secrets like I'm not in one Closer and closer, could it be real? Bolder and bolder, all that we feel With our friendship at stake All it would take is for you to make the switch The switch, make the switch, just make the switch, make the switch, make the switch, make the switch, just make the switch, make the switch. What we could be has me all up in flames. Crossing boundaries is my favorite game. So far away and yet so close to something. I know you're afraid, but don't hesitate. Closer and closer, could it be real? Bolder and bolder, all that we feel With our friendship at stake All it would take is for you to make the switch Make the switch, make the switch 
show like we normally do i'm gonna give sean a chance to play one more song to show off his talented self okay so what what is this third track that they're gonna listen to all right it's it's as much uh some other guys talented selves as my own uh this one's really meaningful it's uh it's march and there's a very special holiday in my family mm-hmm. this month st patrick's day mm, 17th I don't mean to be insensitive, but where I come from, this aligns with spring break. Mm. Which is well, no, you can be you can be insensitive now. It's just during that segment that you have to really okay. watch. Okay, oh, I'm, I'm letting loose then. <laughs> I relish this song <laughs> as much as I relish St. Patrick's Day. Just just slathered in green, relish in celebration of the hot. No, no, this song it, it's my father was born in March. His father was born in March, and his father was born in March, mm-hmm. and we take this holiday pretty seriously. Yeah, in in my in my clan, and uh, I have sung it many times. This song, it's it's arguably the the most iconic song of my people, mm-hmm. and uh, it had no place on my record, but the record being, you know, like you heard earlier, a lot of swing and horns and 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 brassy stuff and and uh anachronism and this one i wanted to make special and so i contacted my friend from school ben bram who is arguably the best in the world at arranging and producing acapella uh songs he's worked with the the finest the finest in the world he worked on glee he worked on uh, pitch perfect and he works with the Pentatonix. He's won multiple Grammys and has multiple platinum albums, and he's just fantastic about it. I knew him in school, and I contacted him and said, would you want to do an arrangement of Danny Boy? And he said, why do you want to pay me to do an arrangement of Danny Boy? There are a million arrangements of Danny Boy 
for every type of vocal mm-hmm. group. And uh, I said, because I want a Ben, ben Bram arrangement, because mm-hmm. you're, the, you're the king. Yeah. And he did it, and he, uh, he offered to produce it, and it was, it was great. It was a great experience. Um, is it all you, or did you have other... Is it- I, I, got, I, I, I had him staff it entirely. So it's cool. in some of his favorite singers, um, his, his production team, and, uh, and we did it in his studio. And uh, it's very simple. It's very rather traditional with uh, with a couple of harmonic elements that I think will you know add some new flavor to it but it's it's uh, hopefully it's a dedication to my dad he wanted he always wanted me to make a real recording of this song so awesome. uh, so it's for him and uh, it's the it's the softest of the tracks on the record obviously because it has no instruments and uh, and uh, yeah it's Danny boy well here we go here's Danny boy Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling From glen to glen and down the mountainside The summer's gone and all the roses falling It's you, it's you must go and I must bide. But come ye back when summer's in the meadow. Oh, when the valley's hushed and white with snow. I'll be here in sunshine or in shadow. show um i like to give a chance for plugs before we do our last question and so um i'll pl- i'll plug really quickly uh chad coleman who did the art for the show chris hackman who did the intro and outro music as well as several of the cues for the show 
and then the information for the podcast is Instagram is Ryan is super strong and, and uh, Twitter is super strong Ryan. So go check those out and be part of the podcast community that we've been building. Um, Tara, can, do you have anything to plug as far as YouTube, Instagrams, uh, albums or anything to check out? Um, albums in the works, so not quite yet on that, mm-hmm. but, um, you can stay updated on my releases and all that on my Facebook, which is, uh, Facebook slash Tara Louise music one, mm-hmm. cause Tara Louise music was taken. Mm-hmm. And then, um, on YouTube I'm slash Tara and music. And that's where you can find a lot of my, my stuff. Nice. Nice. Okay. And you've been all over you. You have YouTube videos out the wazoo. Yeah. So many YouTube videos of solo with uh, with groups. Um, I'm on a couple of videos with you mm-hmm. on, on YouTube. Uh, you have so you have, you have now two with Postmodern Jukebox, right? Two or two um, videos? I think I've got I've got like three and yeah. then a couple others where I'm doing backup and stuff. Yeah, right. So you've been all over that. My um, YouTube was on Demi Lovato. She made a playlist of her favorite covers. And yeah. mine was one of those. So Boom. Wow. Cool. So yeah. So yeah. check out Tara. She's incredible. And, uh, you know. You need to check her out. We've said that before on the show, and that's just it just remains to be true. Now, Sean, you're our guest of honor today. Uh, where can people find you on the social medias or the YouTube or the, this new album that's coming out? Or I know yeah. I've got a little podcast here starting. Yeah, I have none of those things that Tara has. <laughs> My there is an absolute poverty of content of me on the internet, and that is why I made a record. And the record comes out. Uh, well, it came out. Just recently, yeah. and uh, came out March first, right? Came out March first, and it was years in the making, and it was a very educational process. Totally uh, self, self-made with a couple of friends helping produce, and very ambitious project to try to do uh, alone. <laughs> it's you know, it's it's big band jazz, and it's uh, it's Broadway musical content, and it's fun. And uh, there's something in there, especially for, for uh, my people, the nerds, who, <laughs> who will uh, who'll appreciate the. Uh, there's there's a few a uh, few great Broadway Easter eggs in there, and um, a little something for everyone, especially those who got infatuated with high school musical theater the way that I did. Nice. Um, so I hope you check it out. It's Sean Patrick Gallagher. The title of the of the record, the EP, is Entract. And uh, it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify. Entra Act. Entra Act. Not on track. Entra Act. Not mm-hmm. on track like an Amtrak train. Mm-hmm. Right. Entra Act, as in the piece of music that plays between two other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a bit of a symbolic name, but it's, uh, it's my first record, as a solo artist at least, and put a lot of time into it. I made it exactly how I wanted it to be, and it's fun it's weird it's uh it's interesting and uh i hope i hope people enjoy it I, I hope they find something in there that that they that they really like or that brings them back to a special show or uh or whatever you know whatever they like about jazz or big band or musical theater hopefully there's a little bit in that in in the record for them nice man and you're on instagram and all that stuff too right yeah instagram at spgla um online at spgla.com and uh the the other socials music platforms i'm sean patrick gallagher nice spelled the irish way it's cool to have that that the, the like the acronym name with it when it sounds good mm. when it, mine's mine's rmk it just doesn't work it, was, it doesn't feel right 
Mm. Sounds like a speaker brand. Like NPH, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. That's cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaker brand, RMK. Yeah. yeah, I got this great new, new pair R- of RMKs. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does, yeah. They're really good speakers, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the plug section. Check out all that stuff. Um, the, last thing, uh, the last thing I always do with my guest is I ask a simple question. Um, and the question is, are you super strong? I am much stronger than people who see me anticipate. Mm, okay, well, I wouldn't so, say super, but I, but I, I have, I have surprising amounts of of strength in in certain Olympic lifts mm-hmm. and very, very specific athletic feats that I'm good at. Okay, well, so what I like to do, there's several types of strength, you know, emotional, physical, spiritual, all these things, you know. Um, so what I like to ask my guests to do at the end of every episode is is to give a little piece of advice that my listeners can use as kind of a mantra for the week until next week when somebody else comes to inspire them. Does that make sense? So maybe just something, any kind, anything about any kind of strength that you have that you could advise mm. to inspire, you know. My favorite, I think my favorite... Uh my favorite little little uh, little saying, little mantra, it's very cliche, but it gets me through everything, is this too shall pass. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Gandalf, right? <laughs> I think that's... Uh, I, yeah. Oh, that was you shall, shall not pass. You shall pass. not pass. <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of well, the opposite. Really Wouldn't that be funny if it, when he said that, they just went, this too shall pass. <laughs> and he's like... Oh. It's like, wait, you're supposed to stop me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to Okay, so so what yeah, do you want to do you want to expand on that or this is a, you keep it very simple. This like Tuesday, you know, it's for me it's all about staying centered, uh, staying grounded. There are there are many highs and many lows to life, and I think that true. if you are true to your identity and uh you follow a a, a good core of of, you know, knowing who you are and how you behave and how this kind of ideal version of yourself behaves, which is what you should always be looking to and not to, not to other people, but kind of to what you think of as your best self. You will, you will remain centered in knowing that whatever is happening, you are, uh, you are central to it and you will overcome it. Nice. You are not you are not too good for anything, you're not too bad for anything. Everything will will flow through you in life and uh and uh you you will come up hopefully better for it. Nice. Well, I think you made people better by saying that. And the last thing I always do is I talk to uh, a listener or a group of listeners specifically because of their need to uh better themselves in some way and today's no different. So I'd like to thank you both for being here today. Obviously, Tara Louise is my special guest co-host and Sean Patrick Gallagher for being the guest of honor today. Thank you guys both for being here on the show. Thanks for having me. And now it's time for me to come down hard on somebody that's annoying. (laughs) Like I do every week. All right, guys, this week, uh, every week is different. Sometimes you think I'm going silly. Sometimes I'm going very serious. This week, you might think is silly, but it's not. Okay, it's just true. Uh, This is to the listeners that make dry sandwiches. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, back in elementary school, you'd get a sandwich on bread like at school, just had meat, 
and maybe a little square of dried cheese on bread with no dressing of any kind. What the hell is that? And it still happens into adulthood when people, like, and I've seen people eat sandwiches with just meat on bread. No. You don't do that. You need mustard or mayo. I don't even like mustard, but I would, if I see someone or hear about them not eating with some kind of something on a sandwich, it pisses me off. It's dry, and it's only going to make your life sad and dry. You are what you eat. Don't be so dry. Sean, do you agree with me on this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Tara? 100%. Yeah, you need something. Olive oil, some kind of spread, anything, okay? And if, you, if, if, you, if, you have, if you're someone that hasn't tried this, you're probably living a very dry life in general because you are what you eat. So by listening to Ryan is Super Strong in the podcast, I hope that you get inspired to live a more moist life. <laughs> like my friends Tara and Sean, okay? So listen to the archive. Listen to all the all the advice that my guests have given. If you do that and change your dry ways, maybe one day you'll be super strong, just like Ryan.